But I was going into Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Power converter. Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, power converter. Hello and welcome to Toshi Station Radio, where we sell power converters and talk about X-Wing. Right now, we got so many power converters, we can barely get in the door. But hey, there's also a ton of X-Wing news, so we're going to talk about that first. I'm Matt Newt. I'm Doug Howe. Alex Smittle. And I'm Greg Smith. And first, before we get into everything, uh, what have we all been up to lately the last couple weeks, guys? Got uh, got poked in the arm yesterday. Yeah. Lightly yeah. stabbed. <laughs> a light stabbing. Lightly stabbed. Indeed, first indeed. round of the vaccine for us, just to indeed. actually clarify. Uh, that's yeah. been the main thing. That and a lot of video games. Yep. Good deal, good deal. I'm still waiting on uh, my appointment to get the stabbing. Uh, you know, Greg, you do uh, AGR stuff. Have they scheduled all you guys to get uh, vaxxed yet? They've been taking volunteers. Uh, but I... Uh, let's see. I did not volunteer for the first iteration. I had to get a flu shot, which is ironic and kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so they told me I could. I had to wait, but yeah, I think after we have baby, then we'll. Because uh, Donna's not going to get it while she's pregnant. Um, yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask because she's, uh, you know, in the healthcare field. She'd probably be in one of the first groups with being pregnant. That's a. So I do know it's supposed to be safe while you're pregnant, but like, her due date's close enough. Why not just wait until after? Yeah. Well, true, but yeah, she was like doing like the testing if it wasn't on pregnant people, and she's like, "We're good so far, so let's just wait." Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So it'll, be, it'll be good whenever we do. But yeah, I had yeah. to get the flu shot. And I just thought that was super funny. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine it's not the vaccine, but the side effects. You know, the the weakness and the soreness probably is not something you need to add when you're already nine months pregnant. Yeah, oh, I can imagine no, so. no. Yeah, yeah there she had that soreness. Let me say. Yeah. She had to go get tested, what, last week because she was sick. Yeah. Turns out it was just a common cold, uh, but we weren't taking any chances because whatever, like going to the hospital with it. Indeed, and, uh, and so her and the boy were sick, and uh, and we were like, oh, this is perfect timing. Like, <laughs> this is the worst. But now she's all better, and we're, we're all, all better, and we're just waiting. Yeah, uh, that the new uh, baby is due any day now, right? Yeah, the actual due date is Monday. Monday. Okay. So, so well, as some of you are listening to this, uh, we may have a new father again on the podcast soon. So. He's still, he was already a father. Well, he's a, a new, father a twice new listener over. of the podcast. A new listener. There we go. Yeah, well, a we'll new Ko-Fi new... supporter. <laughs> yep. indeed, indeed. So that's going to be great. Our Toshi Station family will be expanding soon. So other than that, uh, we've got some articles that came up last week about the three upcoming squadrons packs, some new information about pilots and upgrades. Have we and ever gotten three articles over three days from I, I don't think so. No, I think, I think they, we've gotten back-to-back days before. We have gotten back-to-back before. Yeah, and they've, do, they've done, uh, well, no, they've done multiple articles during a day before. Uh, around the time 2.0 released, they were putting out three to four articles That's a day. That's true. They were putting else. out a ton of, of 2.0 articles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was thinking point. around things like Gen Con when they announced stuff, they'd do multiple articles, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is the this is the first time that just like a general release has gotten this many articles back to back. Yeah, and that's good. I think they're uh possibly really trying to drum up uh interest and say, hey, we are on the ball, we're giving you guys as much information as possible. Yeah, they've been I, doing that for a lot of their products as well. I could also see because of the move from FFG to AMG, like this would have been announced a lot earlier had FFG just been in charge the whole time. 
So now they're playing catch up a little bit. Definitely agree there. Like um, we haven't had the six month wait time on this wave like we normally do. Which to be fair, like if going forward, if AMG didn't release the newest stuff like before the like so like a lot of times they'll announce new stuff before the like current set is actually out. Yeah. Like I can remember them announcing Django's and stuff like that before the lat was actually out. Like Right. They usually I, do. I have a uh, uh, Google Doc with all of the release when yeah. when it was announced, when we got the first article, when we got the points and when it was released. And, and I, I, I would to... not so I wouldn't mind if they move to more like this. Like stuff comes out and then we have a little bit of time and then with a much shorter window between announcement and release, they announce stuff. Like right. I just think it helps keep the hype up a little more. Yeah. I was trying to figure out uh if there was a actual like release pattern to it. And prior to COVID, it was almost a uh, 210 days from announcement to release in some cases, it seemed. Uh, but that was on the early, yeah, that was on the really early stuff going back to 1.0. And then 2.0, they shrunk it to where we had about 105 days from announcement to release in some cases. So it was all over the place where that development cycle was. Uh, another interesting thing that was mentioned uh, in, I believe, a Discord interview, was it from uh, Brooks Pfluger-Levitt, who was talking, I believe it was Brooks, and if I'm misquoting this, uh, somebody will, of course, in the comments correct me, but one of the developers had stated that there was no, there's always been a conspiracy that points changes are often done to try and sell more ships, you know, oh, bring I down mean, generic costs to sell more yeah. A-Wings. That's pretty uh, that, ridiculous. Like, right. That that got officially debunked. That's uh, you know, I one think of the those... only thing you could even make any sort of argument for is that stuff is priced quote too cheap on release to sell more. But even then, that's not always the case. Like, there have been plenty of bad things released. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's just people wanting to com- they just want to find a reason for not liking something. Imagine being such a sheep to believe that FFG <laughs> wouldn't affect <laughs> points like that. Make up sheeple. I've been doing the opposite, and I buy like four or five tri fighters, and then I realize that they priced them like that, and then I get really sad because I cannot use four to five tri fighters well. I'm sure you will at some point. They're going to come down. I hope so. But I've been doing the opposite. I just buy them before I know points, and then I'm like, oh, (laughs) I just remember when Republican Separatists came out, the points came out like the day before. And as soon as I realized I could fly four arcs, I went out and bought four arcs as soon as they went on the shelf. (laughs) I'm trying to remember did Wave 3 come out at Adepticon, or was it like right before it? It was right before. Uh, right before. It was legal for the hyperspace trial. Yeah. For the hyperspace qualifier, but not the main event. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I just didn't remember if it was released at Adepticon, and that's why. No, I guess yeah, because, I it. Because uh, uh, I was talking about possibly running the four uh, uh, arcs at Adepticon for the hyperspace qualifier because I had no idea what I was going to fly in hyperspace. Mm-hmm. The four arcs probably would have gotten me a little farther, too. Anyway, we got new stuff now. That's exciting. True. Indeed, and instead of just going through every single card, we're going to talk about what's jumped out at us. We're assuming everybody's read the articles, and if not, go to FFG's website, Waldo. They're still up there. So, starting with uh, Phoenix Cell, the Rebel Pack, uh, what's jumped out at everybody that's either something good or potentially a trap or something that has already become nearly a meme in some cases? Uh, I'll go ahead and start with the thing that I'm loving about what's been revealed is mid-initiative A-Wing pilots that aren't Jake. Uh, Wedge and Shara at Initiative 4 are probably going to have decent roles. Of course, everything is points-depending, but I can't see either of those two being more than Jake. 
No, I think Wedge definitely has yeah. more room to be good than Shara does. Agreed. Um, Shara in an A-Wing is better than Shara in an arc, but it's still an ability that requires setup, uh, which isn't something you super want from a middling initiative that's supposed to be cheap and efficient. Like, you don't have to bring other ships to make Shara work, if that makes sense. Right. My Maybe thought, of course... It's already bringing higher initiative tracers. Right, and that's exactly what I was about to say. You know, when you've got the option for higher initiative ships like Ahsoka or Hera, potentially with tracers that can benefit everybody, Shara gets extra benefit. Her ability is one that you bring if you already have like the ability to deal out target locks, or if you've got mm -hmm. someone like Dutch out there. Uh, there's that ability just has so much synergy. Even going back to when it was uh, that was was that Norris ability in 1.0? It was, yeah. A push yeah. limit existed in 1.0. Yeah, that's so right. I think the big thing is like that's all great, but if so, let's say in a scenario like Jake's 34, let's say Wedge and Shara are both like 32 or 33. Like if they're the same price, I'm still pretty sure the right answer is to bring Wedge every time. Oh, absolutely. Um, that you could bring both is a good argument. Um, mm -hmm. Also, like Jake works with Shara really well. Um, but right, because I, she I just, can take the target lock, Jake gives her the focus. Yeah, I think the big thing is if you're looking at like four to five ship rebel lists and you're throwing one A-wing in there, I think Shara is almost always the wrong answer. Um, is the only trap you can fall into. Not that she's necessarily a bad ship, you just don't want to build stuff around her. I'm just glad to see Initiative 4 being uh, focused on here, because when 2.0 first came out, I looked at those initial cards and I said, Initiative 4 is going to be the sweet spot. And it took two and a half years, but I... I mean, Rebel right. Beef was mostly yeah. at I-4. Nantexes yeah. were at I-4. So they've hit and missed with it. Like, no meta is always... Like, they're never going to have it constantly be I-4 is, is the power number, because sometimes aces will be too efficient, and then I-4 is just a waste of points. Um but like where we have right now, especially in hyperspace, where efficiency is key, if you're not sacrificing very much efficiency to go up an initiative, you can gain a lot of value. Which is saber squadrons agree with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right. Alex, what uh, what's your pick for the standout of this pack? Uh, I don't know. Probably like the A-wing with three fours at I five. <laughs> probably probably <laughs> oh my god so, so we were freaking out because we uh like i think collectively as a group we all just assumed ahsoka had the same ability as republic ahsoka and didn't realize that she does not work on herself no uh which uh is very fair because oh god yes ahsoka would be really dumb if she worked on herself <laughs> she's still gonna be really dumb she's still gonna be really good yeah like she um, has leaked actions she has force she's i5 yeah I've seen a lot of people trying to guess her points, and it is a little tough because she has strengths and weaknesses over similar I-5 Force users, that being like Obi-Wan or Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor. Um, she has White Evade, which is ridiculously strong, and she has an extra Force, but she has a worse ability than Grand Inquisitor, and I guess Even her... You never used that ability, though. Yeah, but, but like, so Grand Inquisitor's uh, ability is part of what makes him cost 52. Yes. So people who were saying that she should be 52, he, that's probably a little overcosted, but she has an extra force, and Vector Thrusters is better than the Inquisitor's linked actions. I don't know. She's really tough to price, but assume 50 is a benchmark, I think, okay. right there, which is still really good for that mm -hmm. ship. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Greg, what's jumped out at you from this pack? And so I agree with you on uh, the mid-level, mid-initiative uh, mm -hmm. A-Wings. It'll just be nice to not have to fly Jake, or it'll be nice to um, fly an A-Wing that feels completely different, because I feel like Jake is so, you know, you're putting him in spots, and if you don't get a shot with Jake, you don't care. You're giving away your focus, or 
letting somebody else take the focus. Like he just feels super supporty. So like having Wedge, which I'm super excited about Wedge. I was super excited about Wedge immediately when I saw him. Um, it's just gonna make him a little bit more viable. And like as you know, it's like a little, it's like a little, you know, mini ace going around the board. Um, I'm excited to see how their configuration is gonna work out. Um, might give it a shot on a couple of generics just to kind of mix it up. Um, I hope they're good because uh, we all know that RZ1s have been lacking since release. So that'd be super cool if they could just get a little bit of a boost and maybe you throw them in as a as a blocker or something in a list. And it's not a, I don't want to say waste of 30-ish points, but like, let's be honest, RZ1s just... They have a hard time carrying their weight. Yeah. And so it would just be nice if you could throw one in and it actually be a successful part of... Uh, the squad that you built. Yeah, um, sure. So I'm super excited. And I kind of hope that Luke and three, well, I imagine Luke and the three named ones will fit. Um, Depends on which three, I think it's like, yeah. does Luke, Ahsoka and two named ones fit? <laughs> or do you have to do like, yeah, Luke, I'm looking Hera at like, Wedge or something? Oh, oh, no, Luke and three aliens is absolutely going to fit because Luke and Ahsoka together won't be more than 115 points. So yeah. that's leaving you. Well, so it depends. It. Like, if you're talking naked Luke, yes, but in order for the list to actually be good, you probably have to have Protorps right. on Luke. Yeah, that's where um, I was going okay. with that. Is like you could, like, I don't want everything to just be naked or like Luke be naked and the other ones to have like configs or something. Like, I want it to actually be a list that I can put stuff on it and make it viable because that seems fun to me. So that would be cool. All right. And then obviously we haven't talked about Hera, but uh, Hera's especially amazing now that they've clarified how her ability works. Um, yes, open timing whenever. Just, yeah. yeah, like it is it is just during dice modification at any time, which is really strong. Um yes. I, like I ridiculously think... strong. Mm -hmm. We've never had anything else do that. That's that's new territory. Well it, and... it well it's interesting actually because it's uh it's obviously when you are modifying your dice. Uh so you can do it before you roll, you can do it after you roll. Uh that's yeah, well, no, it's while you perform attack. Not, it's not during dice modification, I get what you're saying. So, especially on defense, you don't have to transfer that focus before you Yeah, see you it. can you make can... sure that you need the focus before you transfer it. Yeah, that is so good there. Yep. Yeah. And the fact that A-Wing Hera has the same ability as B-Wing Hera is really good, because A-Wing Hera is going to be significantly cheaper. I have my, that's my assumption. <sighs> and have White Evade um, as well. Yeah. yeah. It, it wounds me to say I like her more in the A-Wing than the B-Wing. Yeah, I, I, I think, think the everyone biggest does, loser uh... of this pack is the B wing. Like <laughs> the, the the config, the epic only config or title word of his looked really cool, and then mm -hmm. like just adding a gunner slot is it's quite a letdown. So watered down. Yeah, it's yeah, like liquor um, in Ohio watered. Down. I think we still have a B wing pilot or two that hasn't been announced. We do. Uh, um, we have one of the pilots whose name escapes me at the moment, but he is uh, an uh, I think he's an instructor type because uh, they were. Some people on Reddit have tried to analyze the spread, and his ability seems to be something like Jake's. Gotcha. Uh, which makes say, sense. Like, the named B-Wings, other than Hera, give it a chance to still be exciting from a B-Wing perspective, but mm -hmm. like right now, it's just all A-Wings for me. Um, uh, see, I and here's the thing. I hate that phrase. In the back right now. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> as, as our resident B-Wing you know, fanatic... The thing about named pilots in the B-Wing is that you have Braylon and Ten, who are kind of like the peak of what you can do in a B-Wing right now. So 
making any pilot more expensive than them, as we saw with Gina. Hey, you're going to make her 50 points for a five, uh, you know, pilot skill five, but no one's ever played her because her points are like, why wouldn't you play the better pilot who's two points cheaper? Sure, yeah, well, you're an I-4, but... Like, part of that uh, is that Braylon and Ten yeah, are so just good. so good. They're, yeah. We'll get into this with the scum Y-wings, but, like, I think a, th a thing a lot of people aren't realizing is that, like, there could be an I-4B wing in that pack that's just significantly cheaper than 10 and Braylon. Like, uh, Blade Squadron at I-3 with a talent is 42, and 10 is 46, 48, so that's a six-point difference. Like, you could easily see a 44 or 45-point B-wing that just doesn't have an offensive ability, but it's still useful. Okay. Um, did, did they release any information on any other B-wing other than Hera? Not yet. No, yet. I don't think so. And so there's considerably more stuff in this box that we don't even there know. Is, yeah, there's yeah, quite a sure. few in all three boxes that has yeah. spoiled yet. Yeah. I mean, we still don't know what A-Wing Sabine does, other than people have deciphered it's not the same as True. attack shuttle or yeah. Sheetha Pete's Sabine. Yeah, yeah, so there could potentially be some really good B-Wings in there, even if Hera's not, like, the one, right? Because you're looking at A-Wings. Like, it could be really cool if you get some mid-initiative B-Wings in there. Get some for sure. Different it's just right now, it is, it's the A-Wing expansion for me. Oh, for um, sure. And yeah. it probably will be for me because I prefer A-Wings to B-Wings, but I do hope there's something cool with B-Wings. Mm -hmm. Either way, we're going to get that sweet new paint job with moving wings. So. See, oh, I'm, I might be the only person who doesn't like that paint job. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> it just I, looks so weird to have a, it's, yeah. a Rebel ship be not predominantly white or gray. It's really weird, but it's I think that's what makes it stand up, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a big prototype. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it looked weird when I saw it in the cartoon, and it looked weird in person, but again, with the fully articulated viewing uh, Actually, what I'm looking forward is uh, when uh, Crazy Vulcan does the uh, skin of it for Tabletop Simulator, because the actual layout, not necessarily the colors, but that layout of the paint job I really like, and I'm looking forward to repainting. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's the uh, Rebel Pack. Then we'll move on to Sky Strike Squadron, the Empire Pack. Uh, first things first, everybody's talking about Vader. So, what do we think about Vader and the Defender, guys? Yeah, I'd rather he not exist if I got a <laughs> Yeah, like I think my vote is still hoping that he's epic only, but I don't think that's realistic. So, hopefully, he just doesn't have a sensor slot and/or costs like 120. Preferably both. <laughs> what do you actually think he's going to cost, though? Because that's been it big talk. It like, depends you. on his slots, man. That's true. That's Does true. he have like? Let's just decide. Does he have a system slot? Yeah. That's My guess thing. is that he has a system slot and comes right. in at like ninety-seven. Yeah, I'm thinking mid nineties. But also, they've shown that they're willing to have ships with different slots, even on the same chassis. And we'll get they into have, that. But they've almost never started without the slot. Like, even Lebo started with the crew. It got removed really quick. The very first point. Yeah. Right. I was actually thinking more of a lot of the Separatist ships. Yeah, Separatists came with different loadouts for each pilot. Yeah, that's a little different, though, because they're almost all based on their abilities, their mm -hmm. systems change, or their right. upgrades change. Like, Well, one of the things I, I was I'm thinking... It's definitely possible, and I hope that's what happens. Yeah. But my guess is that he has a system slot and is in the mid-90s, and is going to be ridiculously good. Now, canonically, it's supposed to be that Vader was in the Defender as, like, a test pilot for it with uh, some of Thrawn stuff. Am I correct there? I believe that's what the new canon is, yeah. So that's how you could thematically, and they've shown with these packs, they're kind of leaning a little on theme, saying, okay, this is the prototype, it doesn't have a system slot. Uh, that's something they could very well do. 
One of the things they haven't done on anything, to my knowledge, is have ships with different actions, and they're definitely probably not going to do that here. That would be a huge change. Oh, we've yeah, seen we've seen Vader. Vader. He has the same actions. We've okay. seen the card, yeah. yeah. It's just we can't see his thoughts. And maybe yeah. he won't have attack dice somehow. I don't know. <laughs> maybe there will be a thing, the pamphlet will have a Vader is required to take the TIE Defender Elite configuration and then it's all fine then everything is fine (laughs) yeah that could be so yeah there's that so other than that what's uh what's jumped out at us doug let's go to you first um i mean sienna is probably the biggest takeaway takeaway from the article um her ability's bad but like she's an i6 interceptor so it doesn't matter (laughs) like um even if she cost the same as suntir which would be insane because his ability is amazing and hers is bad (laughs) like you would still see her as the second i6 interceptor in a list like at a minimum and like my guess is that if there's ever named interceptors in hyperspace again she will be legal and soon tier will not um which will give her another use um either way she's gonna see use because her ability while not great isn't it's not it doesn't actively kill you or anything um no i mean so uh stress on uh a, an interceptor. Oh no. <laughs> well, I mean, the big problem is if you if you were if you reposition stuck, yeah. and focus or double reposition, or whatever, and then like natty and kill a ship you weren't expecting to, you can actually screw yourself over. Um, but that's not a super common. It's situation. the opposite of what I always complain about with the insurance cards that are good if you're losing. A card that's bad if you're winning seems kind of almost like the same way. But you're also winning, so that's yeah, funny. yeah. Um, you know, oh no, I have double stress. Yeah, I killed a ship. You know, never bring her if she wasn't I six. I don't. Think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know it stinks if you are stressed and she natties a, you know, a vulture. Oh no, yeah. okay, that was bad. Now I've got now I'm stressed with five more vultures pointing at me. Yeah, I but think her that's... actual bigger drawbacks is that she doesn't have Suntir's ability, which is obvious. <laughs> but like the She's actual way you fly her is going to be different because like. If Suntir gets caught but has Bullseye, he just evades and has Focus Evade and is essentially a defender for the turn. Mm-hmm. Like, if Suntir gets blocked, he still gets the Focus. It doesn't really matter. Like Sienna is is going to be a lot more fragile in that sense that you you actually have to fire perfectly in order to get the true value out of her. Yeah, um, she's which is kind of how Interceptor should be. Yeah, I agree. And all of that points to her. She should be way cheaper than Suntir, but I also think Suntir is really undercosted. So mm. she could end up being close-ish in price and making people mad. But that's a Suntir problem, not a Sienna problem. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, what about you, Alex? What's uh, jumped out at you from these cards? Honestly, I don't. this is the least exciting pack for me. Um, there's an I-6 for each ship, and each ship is really like strong, and that's cool. But nothing jumps out as super exciting to me, to be honest. Like, um, it's because Smittle hates fun. The configs are <laughs> My fun, pretty man. I do hate Doug's fun. I, sh- <laughs> I will go on the record and say that. Like... Obviously, more options is probably just the best thing. Like, you have a lot more interceptor pilots and presumably more than two defender pilots. Um, and, like, they, the uh, discipline card of the three mindset talents that are coming out oh, okay. um, is the best of the three. Um, you get to take a focus or a boost or target lock or, lock or boost barrel. Or barrel. The rebel one is focus or boost. But yeah. mm-hmm. Target lock or barrel. That's a way for a lot of ships to get target locks that don't have those in Empire. Um, so if you're running a lot of named named ships, I feel like it's definitely not gonna kill you. But yeah, like honestly, this pack is kind of meh to me. Okay. Uh, what's jumped out at me again? Uh, I said it in our last cast, but Gideon Haskin and Interceptor all say that twice. That's 
oh, I'm looking forward to that so much. But I, I really, as far as options go, he's definitely going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, he, he definitely has the potential to be super high impact. Like a three a three attack die ship getting a fourth attack die if you're damaged mm-hmm. at a middle initiative is probably really solid. And yeah. something mm-hmm. like the old uh, um, yeet down list. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's almost like the inverse of um, Pure Sabacc. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to bring up. We've seen how powerful Pure Sabacc can be in a list. And yeah. here you have Gideon at the same initiative uh, in a better ship. You could just find the points to replace the Gideon TIE Fighter in the Yeet Down list with mm-hmm. Gideon Interceptor. Absolutely. But the other one that I wanted to look at, uh, Volt Scaris, who has the same ability in the Interceptor as he does in the Defender, being that he has... Uh, a decreasing charge, and you spend. Was it you take you a strain, take an action, action and a strain. take an action and a strain to basically give him passive sensors for any action. So before he engages, he does an action, and I think that's that's a good ability, especially in I five. Once I realized how it worked, I honestly think it might be a little better on an interceptor. The ability is better on an oh, interceptor. I- Super disagree. Well, let me get to this. The ability, I believe, is better on the Interceptor because you can link actions. The strain does more harm to the Interceptor. Because the problem is the strain result. is part of the ability. Like, Yes, but you, you're in an Interceptor. If you can use his ability to arc dodge, then you don't care about the strain. But Okay, so the problem with this is... So the, the thing is, Volskaris in the Defender is kind of anti-ace tech. Because things that are moving after him, he can still get Archon and stuff like that. If you're already the ace in the matchup, you don't need his ability. Like, so Voltscaris does let you take a target lock on an interceptor, which is nichely useful. Um, but like, if you're already moving last, you just don't have to use his ability to arc dodge. So why take the strain in the first place? Um, uh, I mean, he's still good as an I five interceptor. Okay. Uh, and, why? How does he let you take a target lock? Because he's just performing action. You you mean, still, has to, still has to be an action. Oh, yeah, have. never mind. What am I thinking? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah start a computer. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm like, if that's the case, I'm going to reinforce. Yeah, never mind. I, I don't know what I was thinking there. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> One thing that Volt and the Interceptor does have, which is also true of the Defender, is if he is the moving first, shooting first, I-5, he can arc dodge. That's true, yeah. It's similar to passive sensors, Vader. It's mm-hmm. the same thing, but built in and not as flexible. Yeah, um, so... So against other I-5s specifically when he's moving first, it's a good ability. But it's significantly worse against I-6s than the Defender is. Simply because an Interceptor with a Strain is so much squishier than a Defender with a Strain. Oh, um, yeah, you can't becomes, get focused on like a Defender can. You have five less health, or four less health. Um, yeah, I mean, even if he didn't have a pilot ability, an I-5 Interceptor is good. Yeah, um, and like, if you're only eating a shot from the I-6, he's shooting before you strain yourself, because it's before you engage. So they... No, I think that action strains you. The action strains you. Oh, it does. Yeah, gain a strain to recover a charge. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah that's Indeed. that's the problem with it. Is... And unfortunately, like, a lot of I6s could one-shot a two-agility interceptor. We yeah, put uh... Chopper on him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Greg, uh, we haven't seen you play Empire. I, I can't think I've ever if, if I've ever seen you play Empire, but is anything uh, from this pack maybe drawing you into the dark side here? Actually, did you say that? Uh, yes. I So I never played them. I probably played them once on TTS. Um, I actually traded resistance stuff for Empire uh, uh, to Tyler in our local store. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't ever play it. He's like, well, I want to get into it. So I gave him all my ships. And he gave me all his resistance ships. So 
that's kind of funny. Um, but I think I really want to do, I really like Nash and Commandant Gorin. Oh, because I was, I was about to call out Gorin as the trash card of this experience. Yeah, I, oh my! I, I, no, I put with a bunch of Tie Fighters. If you just if you just spam Tie Fighters, so you get both of them in there, you might give them a talent or so. Maybe their special talent that they get now. Uh, uh, what discipline? Yeah. And then um, I don't know if it benefits them. I haven't like really read that card, but then you just spam Tie Fighters, and then you don't care if oh. you bump, and then oh. you, or you don't care. After a friendly ship at zero to three, ah, floor, is it, okay. Oh, you could do that for everybody that bumps. Yeah, because so here's the thing. I was thinking oh, only yeah. interceptors with it. And I'm like the only interceptors nope. of lower pilot value are Nash and the Alpha. But this is any friendly ship. I was thinking yeah. more of like Iden Versio rather than Howl Runner. Also, so, this is some prime cheese. But uh, if you take a bunch of strikers instead of Tie Fighters, uh, Ailerons is a maneuver. Yep. So, so you, you can bump the aileron. <laughs> the red token. Yeah, that's super cool. The last cast, I feel like. Yeah, and then well, I don't think Commandant was. No, he wasn't cast. spoiled for the last cast. Okay, I uh, yeah. I will eat my hat there. This yeah, is so a I'm much better. By the way, way, Commandant has a really good ability. Like okay, it's niche, yeah. but it's really strong. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really excited if that would be an archetype because it's kind of my thing. Like, let's just throw like five Tie Fighter. I don't know. I don't know the math. Let's see. Four Tie Fighters is what math eighty. Eighty-eight points. Yeah, that. Um, and so. You could theoretically get four to five, but then you don't have anything on your interceptors. Like, I just think it would be kind of cool. Like, oh, I bumped, I still get my action. Oh, I died. I mean, oh, I still get to shoot with one. Gorin is, there's these chance Gorin only costs what two TIE Fighters cost at 44. Yeah, easily. Like, so you could just run six TIE Fighters and Gorin. Mm -hmm. It just so, seems neat to me because I've always been, I've always ran the, oh, sorry. I don't know, go ahead. I'll say, uh, I, I was, I'll... oh, sorry. <laughs> it was a three-way intersection. Like, real, real quick. Like assuming commandant costs the same as Tur, which I don't know if that's correct or not. Uh, but Tur's forty-two, and then if you ran Nash, which I put the same price as a Saber, just because he's lower initiative but has an ability, uh, and then five academies, you still have thirteen points left over to like make yeah. some of the academies named. Or See, that so. sounds that sounds yeah, like good. A, like a Wapa would be solid. Maybe. Oh yeah. Um, and so to me, like Empire has never really had like the ships that I wanted to fly like they were just you know never screamed out like super fun to me and every time i think of imperials i just think of three aces on the table um so and so it would just be really neat that you could maybe fly like a little mini swarm whatever with two other types of ships that have neat abilities that all work together because mm -hmm. isn't it true that imperials are kind of it's like a selfish faction right they like they kind of help themselves. Yeah, Ruthless is their iconic talent. Okay, yeah. Other than, like, Howlrunner, like, everybody else is kind of out for themselves. So... Yeah, yeah Howlrunner and Aiden, of course. Oh, right, yeah. Um, That'd be cool. That'd be cool. So one fun fact about these two pilots. If they're, if Nash and Gorin combined are 76 or fewer, you can run four Strikers with them as well. Mm -hmm. Um if yeah, you do the tur price and the saber price, they're at two hundred one with four saber with four strikers. But if okay. one of them is a point cheaper, then you can run two interceptors and four strikers. It seems really solid. Mm -hmm. And I like Nash's ability uh, there. It's uh, basically the old Fell's Wrath, but any ship of yours, a friendly small ship at range zero to three during the engagement phase. If a friendly small ship at range zero to three is destroyed. If that ship has not engaged this phase, you may spend a charge, of which he has one recurring. If you do, that ship engages at the current initiative. 
So I'm yeah, trying to think he's, here. He's interesting. And, he's a little bit worse than Warthog, um, just because Warthog prevents anything from dying no matter what. So like, uh, the, the reason I was thinking that he's worse than Warthog is like you could in theory replace a Tie Fighter with Nash in like a Hal Swarm, uh, but then if Hal's already engaged, she still gets removed, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah. But like you were saying with uh, Goran, Nash, and a bunch of cheap TIE Fighters or Strikers, he's not going to affect Goran, but himself, because you're at range 3, and all his buddies who might have been the ones throwing blocks and taking focuses anyway. And if you've got Disciplined in there, hey, someone dies and everybody else gets to do fun stuff. That's... uh. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Discipline is still not the correct choice there, <laughs> just what for about, the record. What, uh, about, what about Obsidians with Discipline, though? Uh, you have to go up to Black Squadrons. Do we? Yeah. The problem. Yes. Well, what Obsidians about Black Squadrons Discipline? Well, they, those cost 25 before the talent. Mm-hmm. Well, that's less than a Striker still. <laughs> yeah, but I think the Striker is better for the potential like Focus of Aid or Focus Barrel roll shenanigans. If only mm-hmm. Countdown and Sabak were I-3 instead of I-4. Does it have to be lower initiative for Commandant? No, for uh, Goran it does. For Goran it does. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. a lower initiative, yeah. So yeah, specifically lower, so he doesn't affect yeah. other I-4s. Yeah. They're always very cautious with uh, Imperial Swarm stuff, and see what it feels like. Well, it kind of also fits the Imperial uh, kind of theme that, you know, someone, especially uh, if you've seen the Sky Strike Squadron, uh, or Sky Strike Academy episodes of Rebels, where you see Goran there, he's very much the overbearing taskmaster so anybody below him he gets to give orders to anybody on his own level he's probably a little intimidated by so maybe that makes sense and if it's there you're either a hero of the empire or you're a faceless cog in the machine or both Mm -hmm. yeah Um, anyway like i think all the interceptors have uh pretty cool stuff they had uh i think defenders are kind of in the same boat as b-wings uh from the last pack except they give vader so it doesn't matter and they're and, still defenders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just mean from a hype standpoint. Yeah, we, we might be seeing more articles about them uh, coming up. But the third article that we did get to see was the hype for the Fugitives and Collaborators Scum Squadron uh, that gets to come with the coolest looking ships, the two Y-Wings and a Hawk. Uh, I would it, definitely say that the, the Defender is the coolest the, looking ship. Yeah, the Sky Strike Defender is my favorite ship uh, by far, paint job I would go Defender, B-Wing, Interceptor, Scum, Scum, A-Wing. Yeah, the, the Interceptor does look really cool. Like The scariest paint job, my, my favorite paint job on all of X-Wing. It's that good. Yeah, I really like the, the Sky Strike Defender. Huh? It's what I use for my ships and squadrons. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with what we got previewed, uh, Alex, what was the thing that jumped out at you from this pack, since you tend to fly scum more than any of us? Hawks. <laughs> oh, man, these hawks are going to be amazing. Um, so we all saw Kane in the first time it came out, where he can spend a force to attack that coming at either him or a friendly ship in his mobile arc. Then we got Better than see... his ghost ability. Yes. He forgot some stuff after being a smuggler before being a rebel. Um, <laughs> the other one is a Gamut Key. Um, he he is pretty bonkers. I let go of my push to talk. Um, let's see. So he reads specifically. Because we have him as a Hawk pilot and his crew. Indeed. And they have the same ability with different conditions. But at the start of the end phase, you may spend two charges to choose yourself or a ship within your mobile arc with one or more circular tokens, which are green and orange. During the end phase, circular tokens are not removed from that ship. Um, 
you get to hang on to a if you have two focuses you get to hang on to both or focus of age you get to hang on to both or tractor beam jam you get to hang on to both those two um so the difference is the crew is range zero to one instead of mobile arc indeed um but they're both going to be super helpful for helping scum ships just be more consistent mm -hmm. and if you combo gamut and came together with say like a fenrao i don't know if anyone flies fenrao here but um so you have your Fenrao. He focused last turn. Key let him keep it. He goes into range one. He's got two focuses, and then a shot coming back into him has its agility reduced potentially twice because Kanan has two force. No, one force. Uh, one force. Maul would give him a second force. True. Mm -hmm. But uh, Fenrao has got Conquered Dawn. He's got his extra die. You're down a die. And Fenrao has an extra mod token. So like the two of them combined, either both as Hawks or with the crew on Kanan or the crew on somebody else. Really lets scum aces be a lot more consistent and actually stand up to some of the other aces that get double repositions and stuff. You said and both in Hawks, and immediately I thought of Fenrau in a Hawk, and I was like, when, please, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Would it? Yeah. And even oh, though, it'd be hilarious, though. It'd be yeah. hilarious, yeah. I mean, I do have boost. Like, you put engine upgrade on that That's at fair. that point, fly at people. In the range like, and Moldy Crow, so like, yeah. he'd essentially be a 4 3, like, That's fair. instead of a 3 2. Um, <laughs> Another thing with like Gamut crew, even non aces, like your alpha strike list with scum, like Dengar with Protorps usually takes either Han Gunner or Maul, and Gamut is presumably a cheaper option that would let him pick up the focus ahead of time, and then he target locks, and now he's not stressed, um, or he gets the full mods compared to like Maul, like, uh, or Bosk can do it to get uh, a reinforce yeah. into actually having mods on this opening engage, things Indeed. like that. Like, yeah, like Bosk is actually somebody I was really looking at him on. Mm -hmm. But you can even throw him on something cheap, like L3. She can coordinate yeah. and let you keep your tokens. Or a quad jumper can still do their tractor shenanigans, but still let your squad keep their tokens. You might Indeed. even, depending on price, let somebody like um, Zuckus, who hasn't seen a ton of play, but has the potential to be very strong. True. Like, if Zuckus can consistently get full mods, he's a terror. Um, five dice hurts pretty man. yeah pretty easy way to do that um so I, gamut crew definitely opens up a ton of options and gamut hawk is also going to be really good uh mm -hmm. it's just not as flexible as the crew is you know what just uh what suddenly hit me with this uh you put him on somebody that can take uh the double calculates mm -hmm. with that ability and you just keep i mean trying to think of any shit because you need to be able to ig88 d crew and gamut on it's the same the ship? Falcon or the YV six 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 are your options. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Put them on. Put them both on Bosk, and that way you're just having uh, every other turn because the crew takes both of his charges each time. But you can uh, just bring him and put Zam on Bosk too. Yeah, and keep so the focus and get a target lock. But the point on. is, there's a lot of options. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of options there that I really like. Indeed, and Zam Crew. Speaking of that, she should probably go up. Yeah, she's, as long she's as got Zam right. pilot. Clearly, we finally figured out why Double Fire Spray is winning, and it's Zam pilot. It has nothing to do with Django Fit. Yeah. He just happens to be. He's just happy it's to like, be there. Kind of a side tangent. With all those Double Fire Sprays, do you not feel like the list would just be better if Django was a bunch of like vultures or something instead? That's what beat me over the weekend like... <laughs> over Sigma. That's what beat yeah. me. Well, it was a Sunfock and a Grievous instead. I say, and that's been taking off as well. But like, I haven't seen anybody run Zam Mini Swarm yet, and I feel like mm -hmm. that would be really. Cool. I have that's seen a... Django Mini Swarm. Yeah, I, I actually looked at the Zam Mini Swarm uh, like right before the Mini Florian, but so many lists were going through my head. Mm -hmm. that and that was I'd before we really understood Zam. And like you were 4 now anyway. Yeah, 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 so it's like you picked her. Right. That's, that's, that's true. Earned you a but place yeah. on a podcast. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. 
Uh, and speaking of that, Greg, what jumped out at you from this pack? Um, so I really, so Alex called it last, uh, last time we recorded was with uh, tech slots. Potentially. I don't think it's, it, obviously it's not confirmed. It's coming it's in, they're coming in the pack. So it's, yeah, pretty, they're coming in the yeah, pack. Well, they, and they so, say in the article that we are getting Y wings with tech slots. So I'm yeah, really excited for that. Because, I will take my clout now, please. <laughs> ATP is really good. So I've been running that on other things. So. Um, that with Y wings, uh, plus you can sit on rocks um, and still shoot. Um, with the Tyrfon belly run. Yeah. Tally so run. I'm just excited because I don't. I mean, I wouldn't say that the pack feels scummy, but I feel like it really does Y wings some justice. I feel like they really paid attention and they really put some effort into these Y wings. I am excited about the Hawks too, but. Um, I think I'm really excited about these Y wings. Like, I'm just gonna put some on the board and you know belly rub some rocks and get some calculates, and I think it sounds like a lot of fun. Belly rub some rocks, Greg. Twenty twenty one. No, to that, what I really uh, like the idea of is uh, the Janata security officers being the initiative two uh, Y wings with a tech slot with automated targeting priority and a turret. So you've got a 180-degree arc, and even if you're only throwing two dice attacks, you might miss, oh, look, now I've got mods for future turns. That, depending on cost, could actually be a pretty effective little just filler ship for a list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, what's got me is uh, another one of the uh, pilots that jumped out there, Lima Kai in the Y-Wing, who is an Initiative 5, and the ability isn't lighting me on fire it's saying before you engage if you are not in any enemy ship's front arc you may acquire a lock on an enemy ship in your front half so the idea that she would be a really good flanker against a jousting lift that's kind of the first idea of where that would come in it's acquire a lock so you can k-turn past somebody get behind them and haha i have a lock on you but even not considering her ability an Initiative 5 Y-Wing is a great torp boat carrier. Uh, we see people, uh, I did back in the day, loved Proton Torps on Cavill, even though his ability doesn't affect them. That's an inexpensive Initiative 5 torp boat. Really good to get those off. I don't think Lima's going to be more points than Cavill. Uh, I don't know if the tech slot is going to affect that at all. But the fact that she could theoretically, again, K-turn and possibly pick up a lock for a torpedo, good ability. I, I say my biggest thing with her and uh, the other name, Arlie's Hadrassi. Yeah, Arlie's. Is there, like, I mentioned this with the B Wings. Like, so a hired gun is 32 points and Cavill is 43. That's an 11 point difference, and that is yeah. the, the minimum difference between Y Wing pilots. Yeah, anything there's, there's cost, plenty of room for them to If either yeah. costs anything close to Cavill, they're DOA. Yeah. Like, but, but, like, Arlie's could be 34. Man, she, she's got a solid ability too. For, yeah, it's not amazing. Like you have to be damaged to trigger it, and like you're a Y wing, you're gonna get damaged. Yeah, and you, right. But the point is, you can't rely it on like opening gauges and stuff. But like for 34 points for an I four, like that's just not a bad value. And same with with uh, Lima. Lima should be cheaper than Cavill for the same reason. Like her ability, while strong, is situational, and you can't force it to trigger a lot of times. You know, um, just suddenly I realized works with Arlie's really well. Concussion bounce. Uh, Tierfon belly run. 
rock yourself. You don't get an action, and if you damage yourself, you get to mod your results shields. anyway. No, shields exist, right? Well, it's like when, once you lose your shields, you just know, concussion get, bomb yourself, yeah. Fulvaru style on turn one. Yeah, she can can do that. <laughs> she can uh, definitely do that. Yes. Uh, either way, just like changing an eye to a crit after you've taken a damage, which, like you mentioned, is easy on a Y wing. Like that's mm-hmm. that makes the primary not garbage. Uh, it means it makes torps really. It solid. makes torps really good. Yeah, like. Um, definitely some potential there. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm most excited about the name Y Wings is that they have the potential to actually fill a role that Scum doesn't have, which is that like mid 30s to low 40s useful ship. Yeah, a lot of the Scum like a ships, side or something. yeah, a lot of Scum ships break 50 really quick when you start putting stuff on them. Yes, they and do. or they're <laughs> like under 35 because they're generics or like really cheap name pilots. Like they don't have a lot in that 40 range. Yeah, no jakes, um, no broadsides. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think and, that's a role they could fill really well. Yeah, I've complained about this enough. Uh, I love the Kirox fighter, but all your named pilots are at such awkward point levels for what they can do that you're like, well, okay, Talonbane's really good, but the other named ones are in a weird spot. What, just fly generics or fly something else because Scum has so many options in the faction. I mean, but, these days, the answer is fly generics until the next points change. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, exactly what you said, Doug. I think that there is so much room between that generic hired gun and the first name pilot that these mid-tier uh, or mid-pilot skill Y-wings could really fill a lot of roles. And cheap Y-wings with torps are never bad. Yeah, I mean, and just like look at, like someone said, like broadside, like... Those middle price Y wings, if they have abilities that you can actually utilize, are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arlie's ability is not anywhere near as good as broadsides, but it's mini no. broadside. Yeah, like he's you can slap an ion cannon and always have a modded ion cannon. But broadside costs like thirty six base. Yeah, he's one initiative lower, but his ability is amazing. His ability mm-hmm. is mathematically the best mod in the game. Yeah, there's no reason that uh, she can't cost the same as him, if not a point less, in my opinion. Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, uh, and we did mention also that with the all three of these coming with new faction-specific talents, Hopeful, Cutthroat, and Disciplined, all of them kind of mirror each other. They all trigger when one of your friendly ships dies. Limited Hopeful, or other. Li- yeah, limited or other with the, the title. Uh, title, talent. Uh, Hopeful lets you do a barrel roll or focus booster focus booster focus that's right, yeah uh this one is the barrel roll or target lock which yeah. is why we think it's the best and then cutthroat lets you regain a charge from something from a non-recurring upgrade yeah that's that's an interesting one because there are the idea that someone someone dies i get to reload a torpedo almost oh, you can like, also remove an orange or red token yeah true but uh kind of has that same feel as scavenger crane used to but it's only yeah, but, your friendlies yeah and it's only when a friendly dies. i guess a scavenger crane is when something died which could be an enemy ship yeah scavenger crane i used to use to kill things with harpoon missiles and yeah. get my harpoon missile back yeah we talked about cut we did talk about cutthroat a lot in the last one because we talked yeah. about the combo with teltravera but i right, can't but, think of any other abilities besides munitions where that's even useful mm-hmm. do any other pilots have a non-recurring tra- i guess you can keep an autopilot drone alive for a while <laughs> Or use autopilot drone to trigger your cutthroat. But like, other than munitions, I can't think of an actual reason to bring cutthroat. And even then, all the scum ships that can take torps either don't care about firing more than two or have reload. So here's a thought. 
would you spend an extra 13 points to get an extra charge on proton torpedoes? Probably not. So 13, no. Because the idea I was having was you have 12 points for your autopilot drone, and then assuming cutthroat is one point. Oh, I, I, you'd also have to get the torp off in a meaningful way before, before the turn autopilot. three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, um, no, like again, like if you have a point left over and your list doesn't require a bid, slap cutthroat on something, and that's fine. Sure. It's, uh, but don't build lists around it. Same for hopeful and same for discipline, I think. I think discipline is the best because it feels worth the point in a list where you just don't need the bid. And you and have also, because points. a lot of Imperial ships, that's their only access to target lock. Or yeah. their cheapest access to target lock. And Imperial ships die kind of a lot. I mean, that's relative to lists and a lot of things. But, yeah, like swarms uh, have ships die a lot. Yeah, but or swarms are going to have a lot of named pilots or Indeed. pilots with talents for Indeed. discipline. Like. Indeed. So if you're running Imperial Aces, like, yeah, you get a target lock, but you have to lose an ace to do it. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah there, there are better choices than an ace list. The yeah. old Inferno Swarm with six named TIE Fighters, you could slap discipline on all of them. and be like, you kill High Runner, everyone gets a target lock on you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Which it was still an Academy, I think. And then I yeah, 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 it was, but... But yeah, like, if... Up. Instead of... It's the things you're giving up Swarm Tactics for that, though, at that mm -hmm. point. Like, well, Swarm Tactics got priced out for a second copy anyway. At the time. I don't know if it's still priced out. But yeah. but uh, again, as when we get points on these, hopefully in the next uh, two weeks, so we were three three weeks away from release on these, uh, we'll probably start looking at some things we can build with them. They will be coming out after the Rookie and Veteran Championships for the Gold Squadron Flight Cast, but right before the Ace uh, one. So Dion has not yet decided whether or not these are going to be legal for the Ace Championship. So that's going to be complicated. That segues nicely into our uh, next segment here. We've had a uh, a tournament since we talked to you guys last. The Sigma Qualifier. Uh, the Omega Qualifier was also this past weekend, which none of us played in. But uh, Greg, you had to work that weekend. The other three of us did play in the Hyperspace Sigma Qualifier. Uh, how'd we do? You go first. <laughs> uh, I did badly. <laughs> so I, I flew the uh, Vermeil with Palpatine and four Sabres, which I still say is a good list. Uh, I was flying with house money because I'd already qualified for aces. And I ran into some really good players with really good counters. Uh, so rather than try and claw my way stressfully to four and two and maybe make the cut, I went uh, one, two, drop to do other things with my day but i had a lot of fun i still think that's a solid list and yeah, for sure. right, I mean, right was, now I yeah that that is some of the things made top eight so like yeah exactly yeah so uh i just had the bad luck to hit some really hard counters and it, like i said with some really good opponents mm -hmm. uh and, and no shame in having an off day either that happens. no and that's the thing see Previously, when I went one and two, I was beating myself up about it. But this was one of those things that I know it's a good list. I know I flew it well. I just got outflown. And here's the thing. That happens. And I'm always cool with that happening. I like losing if I am outflown. I don't like losing when I make mistakes and fly like a jackass. This time, I flew well. I just got outflown. And that was cool. But I still think, like you said, somebody made top eight with it. It's a good list. It's probably what I will be writing to the aces. Yeah, uh, I think it's, that's a good call. Like. Yeah, Alex, um, you also had a uh, an ace invite, and so we're playing with house money this weekend. What did you bring to hyperspace? I took the six warm without my jamming beam. Oh, how did Just you do without jamming beam guy? I mean, it was fine because 
I, I mean, there are a couple of times I'd like to jam and reinforce out the Zamwessel in my one loss. Um, I went three and one drop, um, mostly because I was just playing for reps. Um, I was exhausted from not sleeping all the night before, and it was flying a swarm, and my brain had melted. So I, uh, I called it after round four just to get some rest. I got four good reps, so I felt pretty good. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Doug, you were a veteran invite going into this. How did you come out of it? I made it to the ace. Woohoo! Whoop, whoop. Oh uh, yeah, I went uh five and one in Swiss. Um, I am brain farting on what I lost to in Swiss. Oh, it was <laughs> I played all Republic lists, so I brought a four ship Republic list, and uh, my first four rounds I played against four ship Republic lists. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I played eight rounds, five of which were four ship Republic lists. One of them was a near exact mirror, uh, and then another Trouble one that was. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't have a lot of list diversity, which was a bummer. But I went uh, five and one in Swiss, so I mean, you were it was like I picked one. a good variant of the four ship republic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, for our listeners, what was your list? Uh, it was Adawan with Predator, Anakin, Anakid specifically with Protorps, R two, Astromech, and Passive Sensors, and then two Arcs, uh, just generic one of fourths. So yeah, uh, it was a pretty solid list. Um, you can see me lose pretty bad on stream in the top eight if you want. Um, yeah, I made a couple mistakes that game, and I had a couple of. I wouldn't say that my dice were bad. They were just they were just bad at very inopportune times that put me behind in a way I couldn't catch up. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I, I had a had a good tournament. I was happy with it. Um, I don't think I'm gonna play that list again. Uh, I have been uh, self banning myself from playing Imperial Aces and Kylo. For the last couple months, uh, which obviously Imperialises aren't a thing in hyperspace, uh, but I'm probably going to play something Kylo-centered for the Ace Championship. Oh yeah, it's um, an Ace Championship. Go with what you're best at. Yeah, yeah. So, so nothing. Let's see how that goes. Boom. Damn. <laughs> you burnt. I am yeah. pretty burnt. So the next thing coming up for us, at least, is going to be the veteran qualifier for Greg. Uh, it'll be hyperspace format. What do you think you're going to be bringing, Greg? Um. <clears throat> I have no idea. <laughs> well, we've um, definitely got time. We're even going to have another cast before the uh, veterans, so I we'll probably be able to... Channel, I have no doubt in my mind that if Greg had gotten to play in the second qualifier, he'd be in Aces, no doubt. I also agree mm -hmm. with that sentiment, yeah. yeah I felt the same as Matt on that one. It was, you just kind of run into some bad games, you know? It's like, I even had some people that were like, at the end of the game, like, man, like, you didn't make a lot of mistakes. This just kind of... Like, just kind of went poorly. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, like, I wasn't <laughs> mad at the end of it. I mean, I was a little bit frustrated, but I was like, you know, that's just how you, that's the hand you get dealt sometime. And I do wish that I could have participated in another one, but it didn't work out. So I'm going to, because what day is that? That's the 22nd. I, uh, it's whatever, it's one of them 20 days. It's at least two weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so going to be like. Is aces, so I think it's the 20th. Yeah, 20th. It's a week before. I'm going to be almost two weeks into having the new baby. So <laughs> I'm going to participate as long as possible. And if I am needed, I will concede and log off. Oh, uh, that's pretty so, reasonable. I mean, yeah, it's just, I, I asked Donna, I said, I, can I participate as long as I'm not, you know, not, you know, as long as I can. And she was like, yeah, we could we could work something out. So hopefully I can get a couple of games in, uh, see where I'm at, and I'll just run something fun. Sounds good. Um, yeah. 
Sounds pretty good. Well, overall for the four qualifiers, there were 409 total unique players in there, uh, 666 total entrants. So we had quite a few people that were Ironmans that did all four of them. And given that it was LA and London time zones, that's pretty rough on you. We had I mean, somebody... If you look at uh, the, the Galaxies championships, there were people that won multiple and still played in almost yeah. every single one of them. Like, People that I, like playing online, just they play every every tournament they can. I can't remember who it was that played six rounds in the Swedish Open and oh, then okay. immediately jumped into the uh, player meeting. Andreas right, Tillman, yeah. Andreas Tillman, yeah. Right before the player meeting was over, he jumps in and is like, is there still time? I just finished the Swedish Open. And we're like, oh, what? And he ended up going... Uh, he made really the cut. Up. I'm pretty sure he made the cut again. He played like 12 games of X-Wing in a row without... Did he play the same list? I don't uh, know. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't because know what that would be crazy format. if you yeah. switched the lists and you like had to switch your whole mindset and you retired. Yeah, oh, I like X Wing, but like, and I've played nine rounds straight before, uh, maybe ten. Yeah, because I've done a sixteen to top sixteen after six rounds, so I've done ten before, and I was done by the tenth yeah, game. Ten, like, is, ten is hard. Yeah, and like it's less physically exerting to play online, but I don't think I have the mental to do that. I think I would just be done with x-wing before then oh, yeah. <laughs> see that's where that that's actually right in my wheelhouse because right about round five is apparently where my brain has finally got enough momentum to kick in it's like a big boulder that you have to start rolling but once it gets going it's great so if i i always tend to do this i start out badly and then i get momentum I'm like all right i'm going into the cut i'm doing great and then i hit greg and you know get killed yeah. but <laughs> i mean i do similar i'm just saying 12 is is past my limit yeah that, that that is a rough one i've never had to go that far the yeah. longest i've had oh, no. i've done was i believe eight in a day yeah i've done that a few times 12 yeah. is 12 hours plus 12 quarter hours so three so, four more hours three yeah, more hours. so 14 hours minimum yeah. of just X hours minimum Without minutes. the spaces in between, without breaks, without which is a meetings. minimum of fifteen minutes, which is another twelve. So it's sixteen hours minimum with no actual break. I don't like, like being awake that long. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you throw in like a couple of lunch breaks in there, plus the little bit of downtime between the two tournaments starting. Like that had to have been <laughs> that had to have been an eighteen-hour day minimum. Like oh god, Andreas Tillman, the new Iron Man, he's coming for your title, Matt Carey. Yeah. <laughs> But at the end of all that, we wound up with 60 people that are going to be in the Aces tournament, uh, 207 veterans, and that includes the folks who dropped with less than four games and got auto-placed in veterans, because Dion wisely did not let people just show up, drop, and be, you know, then go prey on the recruits tournament. And recruits will have 141 players. That's everybody who qualified. Not everybody's going to be able to play in those. Uh, the interesting thing was we only had 58 people get five wins or more. Two of the people in the Aces tournament, uh, Sebastian Deemers and, oh, uh, other fellow, man. Andreas I, Carlson. I, I were uh, four and twos that won the tournament oh, and goodness. the field promotion to uh, get into the Aces, which I thought was great, that half the tournaments were won by people who eked their way in with at, you know a high four and two. Uh, yeah, just a good. perfect example of us saying that uh, cuts are crap shoots. Like, crap I shoots. will never stop saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't in any way diminish the skill. Oh, of the oh no, absolutely not. That's like, actually part of the point, is that once you get a cut, everybody is really good. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot harder to like just say you're, you've won, so you're going to keep winning. 
yeah, like and part of that is you could hit a random hard counter in the cut and lose and get knocked out mm-hmm. even if you were the better player, or vice versa. Like mm-hmm. that's why they're crap shoots. You just have to take every game as it comes to the cut, and anything past the cut is gravy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you can play the meta and do good in Swiss, but that doesn't work in the cut. <laughs> yeah, they can't. It's can. just not. That's guaranteed. Crap yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's your thing. All right. So, does anybody have uh, anything else before we start closing this up? Any shout-outs for this week? My father, Bob Howe. Who had a birthday this past weekend. He did. Indeed. So, happy birthday from all of us at Tashi Station to our Turns father, Bob 32. Howe. Happy all, birthday, Bob. Not yeah. all of us, Bob. <laughs> I, I wish you had birthday on Sunday, so you don't get two. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, definite shout-out to uh, Greg's wife, Donna, who will be uh blessing us with uh a new one soon uh child she's she's been a she's yeah a new child (laughs) she's been a trooper out yeah greg weren't you saying she's because she's a nursing student and has been doing 40 hour weeks nurse practitioning school and so she's doing she's getting her doctorate in nurse practitioning and so she is in her last semester and so she had to get in this uh, I think this number is almost right. But at the beginning of December, she had over 300 hours to get 350 Ooh. Um, clinical hours. I think the math adds up to that, uh, if I'm not wrong. And so um, That's like 60-hour weeks going through. So she was doing Saturdays as long, uh, in addition to her work weeks. Wow. And just becoming more and more pregnant. Like, yeah, seven to nine months. Oh, okay. I take it back. Uh, Andrews Tolman, Matt Carey, you're no, you no longer get the Iron Man title. Donna Smith, you are now the Iron Lady. That is. She's, she's a machine. She's amazing. I don't know. Is. Like, I, I see the things she does, and I'm just like, you're crazy. Obviously, we didn't, well, obviously, we did not plan this child, so it was a blessing when we found out, and it was just like, <laughs> oh, no. So the last child, um, I was on a deployment, and had to come home early, so right. that was great timing. And then this one, hey, you get you got to get timing. in on a second edition. <laughs> yep, true, true. And so, yeah, she's been just a real trooper. And she has tomorrow left, and then after tomorrow, she is done. Yay. Gets a couple days to rest before dropping the baby. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. On a similar note, also, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, uh, Richard White, formerly of the Scum and Villainy podcast, who's a uh, Local to us. Yep. Uh, the reason why some of us got into podcasting, but Ricky uh, and his wife are also expecting their second child soon. Oh, really? I didn't so, know that. Congrats, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, that, they're, they're, yeah, their kid is supposed to drop uh, pretty soon. So that's yeah, another second one uh, for them as well. What was it with all, you know, any other podcasters out there having kids during COVID? Why? I'm, too oh, sure. Why? I'm sure there's going to be a population boom. Uh, oh, big time. Following COVID. <laughs> yes. Very much. Is our, you know, the, the second baby boom yeah. uh, there. But, uh, yeah, congratulations out there. We've got uh, some new pilots joining us soon. You know, the next wave, so Recruit. to speak. <laughs> Recruits indeed. Uh but yeah, that's great for everybody. So even among this year we've had, because we're coming up on a full year of COVID episodes and working from home and things like that, it's been rough, but we, we've we made it through. There's theoretically light visible at the end of this tunnel. And uh, for all of you who stayed with us, not just with the podcast, but with X-Wing, even if you drift away and back into the hobby, 
we're glad to still have you. We've stuck this out together. As we've always said, you know, we're in the same team on this. So uh, we're glad to have you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, truly. All right. Well, on that, uh, just our usual, stay safe out there. Behave yourselves. Don't go licking any doorknobs. You uh, can't tell me what to do. Oh, no. You, you got your one shot. You can't lick doorknobs until you get the second shot. <laughs> That's fair. True. That's fair. 27 days, baby. Indeed. So for Tashi Station Radio, I'm Matt. I'm Doug. I'm Alex. And I'm Greg. And we'll see you in two weeks. Baby, 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 baby. Are you going to name it Grogu? No. Oh. Uh, that, would, that would be a wonderful little end of season. Where's your dedication to Star Wars, Greg? Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tashi Station Radio. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and subscribe. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. Follow us on our social media on Facebook at Tashi Station Radio, an X-Wing podcast. On Twitter at Tashi Station XW. On Twitch at Tashi Station X-Wing. And on YouTube at Tashi Station X-Wing. If you want to help us offset our hosting costs, you can go to co-fi.com slash Tashi Station X-Wing and toss us a few credits to help keep the huts off our back. Stay safe, fly well, and we'll see you next episode.